Welcome to the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, one of the most significant values we provide our clients is leveraging our experience helping hundreds successfully navigate through life's transitions. On this podcast, our advisor team explores some of the questions we get every day from our clients. We share some insights on financial topics, and we interview some fantastic professionals from our vast network. Our hope is that you leave with some food for thought and some good ideas to consider. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. I'm Jason Gabrielli from HFM, and today I am joined by Tom Beckett from Annie Mac Home Mortgage. Thanks for being here. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. We actually met working out with a gentleman who was on our podcast a couple months ago. Mike Blaylock trains both me and Tom, yeah. kicks our butt. He does. Twice a week, right? He does, and he's good at it. He really, he was inventing <laughs> new ways of torturing us. But we were bonding, kind of talking about what we do for a living and what business we're in. And I was actually talking specifically about my own situation because I have a young family. We're in a townhouse right now. And we know that at some point we're going to have to evolve into the single family house. So we were waiting our way into that world and it could be tough. Yeah. How's it going so far? I'll say this. There are people who have had it way worse. We've been casually looking for like a year and we found a house we really liked put an offer on it, and quickly realized there was like 16 other offers lost to an all-cash offer. For an amount of money, I just can't imagine anyone has cash, but they do. It sounds funny, and we're smiling about it, but that's the market that we're in right now. Unfortunately, here in South Jersey and a lot of parts across the country, we're dealing with extreme limited inventory, some of the lowest inventory levels we've ever seen. We got excessive buyer demand. You got these two massive age populations that are looking to make some moves, right? You have your millennial age-based and you have the baby boomers. They're at that age where both of them are almost competing over some of the same houses. Which is weird. And there's no new construction here in South Jersey. So it makes it really difficult with excessive buyer demand and limited inventory for people to stand out in a crowd. Like I said, I saw it myself firsthand, but then we're also seeing it with clients and just, it seems like in society in general, that if you're somebody who is contingent or if you're somebody who has something else they need to sell or there's some restriction on your offer, we say it kiddingly when we talk to real estate professionals, but it's almost like they just throw those offers out because it's they true. don't need them. Why risk it? Risk is the funny word there. Our industry in real estate hasn't changed really since it started. When an offer goes out on a home and it goes under contract, who burdens all the risk? It's the seller. Seller just wants to get top dollar and they want to move in an efficient manner, no friction, and get their house sold. That's all they want. So if they're accepting a contingent offer, whether that's contingent on someone selling a home or contingent on getting financing, they're relying on somebody else outside of their control to deliver on that. They're relying that the agent on that listing is going to do a good job marketing. They're relying on the piece of paper that they got to say they're pre-qualified is actually authentic. And the industry's changing. No longer does the seller have to burden the risk. Well, that's it. It seems like when demand is so high and you have so many buyers lining up, people will occasionally draw a comparison to a 2008 or a 2009. You know, is this going to be a bubble? Is it going to be? I feel like you know better than me, but people are, whereas 2008, 2009, the big problem was nobody was qualified. It was like they were just, anybody could get anything they wanted. Now it's almost the opposite. Everyone who's getting homes or mortgages is like, over like they're very well qualified. The mortgage product that's in existence has almost never been better. Everything is fully scrutinized. Almost fully the opposite, scrutinized. Right? Yeah. And not only that, but the difference between now and then is that you had extreme inventory. Everywhere you looked back then, there was a new house going up. You're relying upon an age demographic, which is my demographic, the Gen X 
generation, which actually had the lowest birth rates in the last 80 years. There were fewer people born in the 70s than any other decade next to the Great Depression. Thanks a lot, Tom. The numbers are ironic because we're the ones that showed up or were supposed to show up in the mid-2000s to buy, and there just wasn't enough of us to buy the inventory that existed. (laughs) Compile that with poor lending practices and some other things going on in our economy. It was just a complete difference from where we are today. With that limited inventory and excessive demand, pricing should stay good, if not continue to go up. That kind of brings us to the conversation where we're talking about what we do. And I was like, people need houses. The market is brutal, yes. And it's hard to make your offer stand out, especially if you're not somebody who can just write a check for that offer and, and does have to sell a house or does have to get a mortgage on the front end. Being in that position, but being in a growing family or having to change jobs and move somewhere. That stuff happens and it doesn't care about what the market looks like. Doesn't care about the market, doesn't care about interest rates. Life goes on. Right? Life goes on. And people and, need to make decisions on their family for what's best. And that's what we find a lot of times when we talk to clients, they'll ask us, what should they do? Yeah, there's what the numbers will say. There's the quantitative, of course, you're giving up a 2.7% mortgage and you're going to go into a 6.5% mortgage. You crunch the numbers on that, it's not going to make sense. But you got to factor in all the qualitative stuff. If it's the right move for your family, if it's the right move in time, if it's all that stuff, you got to factor all that in. And own the asset. It's easier to refinance in the future when rates drop, if they drop, when they drop. That's a foregone conclusion. At some point, rates are going to be cheaper than what they are today. But own the better asset. Own the asset that's right for your family. And if you own it now, yeah, maybe it's at a higher rate than you would like to take. But it's putting you in a position to take advantage of the future market. Because if you wait for rates to drop... There's a lot of other people out there waiting for that same thing, thing. which is going to drive more consumerism, more pricing, and make it even that more difficult to potentially buy. So that's one of the things I wanted to really cover on this episode today was there are some options that you educated me on for people who are in that boat, who need to get their offer to stand out and need to be able to be in a competitive offer, but don't have the ability to write that check or have to be contingent or have to get a mortgage or whatever. That's right. So what we developed is a private equity arm of Annie Mac Home Mortgage that's called Cash to Keys. And it's a standalone company designed to remove home sale contingencies and mortgage contingencies and lock arms with our consumers and allow them to go to market and make a cash offer. So we're going to do all the upfront underwriting analysis. We're going to make sure that, hey, if this person did sell their house, would they be able to obtain a mortgage? And if they are, we're going to do an evaluation on their existing home to make sure they have enough equity in that house. So when it sells, even with some market volatility, that they have enough proceeds to complete the transaction. Now we know that through underwriting, they're secure. We know that through a broker price opinion, they have enough equity. We're going to lock arms and we're going to go buy the house for them. We're going to buy that new house with cash, allow them to move into it. And then when they finally get around to selling their house, we will resell this new home to them for the same price we paid. And this unlocks the market and makes them a cash buyer without any contingencies. I've never heard of a program quite like that. Like I said, to my ears, that's something we need to get people to understand is out there and something that's an option. Because like I said, those people that need to make those moves and just can't. There's a lot of people out there that are sitting in their home feeling trapped. They're in contingency jail. They know how difficult the market is through the media, through their friends, through their realtor, and they feel isolated and trapped. Now they have a means to be able to unlock the market, unlock that incredible equity that's in their house to be able to make a life transition. It's absolutely awesome to be able to offer them that ability to go to market and know that they're not going to be homeless, that they don't have to move in with mom and dad, that they don't have to rent back, that they don't have to put everything into storage. They can actually make it into their new home using our cash. The way we look at it, if we truly understand our buyer's borrowing profile, we're putting the cash up anyways. Why not front it to them? and allow them to make that secure purchase and have a great mortgage on the back end. So 
the buy now, sell later strategy for those people that are home sale contingent, we're just not going to blow out of the park. We had 12 new contracts just last week, and we're in mid-May with people utilizing the strategy. Word spreading. We've been doing it for about 18 months. We started small, worked with people that knew and trust us to help their clients with it. And now that we've proven concept, everyone's wanted to get on board and use it. Well, it's funny, when we went through just our offer process I mentioned earlier on in the episode, I said to my wife, I said, somebody's going to solve this problem because there's too many people that are in this position. And it's at the end of the day, it's a silly reason to lose because you need that cash for such a short amount of time, but you need it to get the deal. And I know just from doing what we do here, that in a lot of cases, people are paying that cash, whether they're borrowing it from a parent or they're paying it themselves, and then they're getting a mortgage a month later. So it's literally just a short period of time that they need that cash, but that's the difference How in getting the house and not. clients, maybe parents of kids come to you to liquidate a position, to help their kids make a transaction that's not contingent. And maybe that's not the most tax advantage situation, or maybe it's not the right time in the market to do those types of liquidations, but it's getting done to help their kid. They don't have to do that anymore. Stay invested. Keep your tax positions where they need to be. Allow someone else to utilize and leverage their cash. Who's in the business of transacting homes. And that's good for a lot of different reasons. And ultimately, we talked about inventory shortages. Well, if this opens up the inventory by giving someone the ability to sell with their contingency, that's good for everybody because now we get more inventory into the market. It helps the market ultimately. Absolutely. We talked about risk and we talked first about how in the original form of how this works, the seller takes the risk. But now to a degree, you're kind of shifting that risk, almost like you guys are taking the risk. Yeah. If I'm the person who's going to give you a piece of paper that says, hey, you know what? This customer is pre-qualified. That seller is banking on me doing my job right, me analyzing the paperwork, me looking at pay stubs and documentation and credit reports and making a decision to write a piece of paper that says you're pre-qualified. And in the old days, that was good enough. Anymore, it's not. So if I'm putting my name on that piece of paper, I feel like we should have some of the risk. And that's what Cash to Keys does. It allows us to stand behind our ability to pre-qualify people and underwrite them to know if they are good buyers or not buyers. And let's put our money where our mouth is. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're taking the risk off the seller's shoulders and putting it on ours. Well, my first thought was, wow, this is awesome. I knew somebody was going to fix this problem. And then my second thought was, all right, what's the catch? It seems too good to be true. <laughs> there is no so, catch. I'm not kidding. There is no but catch. Help me understand how the process works. Yeah. So let's say someone comes in that has that exact same sure. situation. First thing we're going to do is do their loan application. There's no cost associated with that. We're going to gather up their supporting documentation. doesn't have to be everything, but most cases it's W-2s or tax returns if you're self-employed, some pay stubs, W-2s, bank statements, and a photo ID. Everything looks great. We submit that in underwriting. At the same time, we order a free broker price opinion. So we have a third-party national company that will come out and evaluate their existing home. That's going to give us a general idea of what we think that home might sell for in the open market. So once both of those come back, and that whole process takes about a week, so it's not very long, and assuming they pass, they're now approved to use cash to keys. So their realtor will go to market and present cash offers on behalf of cash to keys. We get under contract. That's fantastic. Now we're moving towards closing. Cash to keys buys the house. Customer moves into it. Whether they sell their house the next week, the next month, they're not going to pay two mortgage payments. They're not going to pay out-of-pocket rent or anything like that. They're simply going to sell their home, take those net proceeds, and complete the transaction where they purchase the home back from us. So it happens pretty fast. Seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, it really is. There's cost involved, depending on how the structure works. Essentially, there's three. When we buy the house for the customer, they technically become our tenant. 
and there's a daily prorated rent that gets calculated based off the purchase price. They're never going to well, pay that off the house. Yeah, they so haven't bought sense. it. They're living in the home. They're using our money for this transaction. Yeah. So there's a cost for our money. That cost gets passed on in the form of a rent. It accrues. It's never paid out of pocket. It's settled up on the settlement sheet. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's great. The second thing is transfer tax. In New Jersey, state wants a tax. Customarily, the seller pays that. So when we buy the house on behalf of the borrower, the seller in that transaction, the cash to keys, is paying transfer tax. Well, they're not going to give us any breaks. So if we sell the next week, next month, whatever, there's another round of transfer tax. We're not going to pay that. So that's going to fall on the buyer's shoulder at that point. And then lastly, there's a cash buyer fee that's paid when they go under contract. And that gets held, provided they use our mortgage and title services. And then when they close, they're going to get a portion of that back. So it's a 2.5% cost up front. And we're going to refund 1.5% at the finish line. So it's a 1% charge for cash to keys to use the platform. The cool thing is, and what a lot of our customers are doing is they leverage our cash to get under contract. So it's a cash contract. And then they hurry up and get their home sold and they'll marry up those two transactions. So they'll sell in the morning and buy in the afternoon, traditional. And we'll assign the contract to them and then they'll just close in a traditional fashion, avoiding all three of those. There'd be no rent, no payment of transfer tax, and a full 100% refund of their cash buyer fee. So as long as Cash to Keys isn't buying the house, we're not going to incur any cost to them. Wow. So it's a pretty flexible solution really that is. can work in almost any situation. We think it can. And the other part of it is we have our cash offer platform. For those are people who maybe aren't contingent on selling their house, maybe they have enough wherewithal to just go to market and be non-contingent, or maybe they're a first-time homebuyer and they're missing out because it's a 3% down payment and that's not an attractive offer. We can line them up to be a cash offer participant as well. Either arena, we can help these clients make stronger offers. And at the end of the day, like I said, when somebody needs to make that change and somebody needs to get themselves in that next house for whatever reason, that's going to make all the difference. I led a sales conference a couple months ago, and I equated cash to keys to the industry as Netflix is to movies. A lot of people don't know this. So in 2000, Netflix went to Blockbuster and said, please buy us for 50 million. Oh my God. Blockbuster laughed him out of the boardroom. And in 2008, Blockbuster filed for bankruptcy. People still watch movies. It's just the form in which they consume the movies has changed. People are still going to buy houses. But as we talked about risk shifting, the risk is shifting. I think we're on the cusp of something different in our market space. If we're showing early success, and we are, as a company, we now have close to 500 approved cash buyers in the system. As a company, we currently have 100 cash buyers under contract. And we're getting more and more every day. So we're definitely shifting. And we see our competition starting to catch up, which is great because I think it's good for the industry. We like really should burn some risk. Yeah. So we're changing how the market's operating. And we think it's good for everybody. It's win-win. And I applaud just being a small business person. Anytime anybody innovates and comes yes. up with a solution that the market is begging for and executes it in a way that people can understand and that it's done fairly and all that stuff, I just think that's Yeah, when it's in the best great. interest of the consumer. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Do we develop it as a way to solve for the market and simultaneously attract more mortgage participants to our platform? 100%. It's business. Yeah. But again, it gets back to win-win. And if it's all done from the consumer's perspective, I don't see how you can do wrong. Well, Tom, I really appreciate you sharing everything about the program. And if people want to learn more or want to learn more about you and what you do, what's the best way to find A couple different ways. My phone number, 856-375-8679. And you can Google Thomas Bickett, Andy Mack Home Mortgage. My link should come right up to the top. Awesome. So easy way to find us. So we got a page dedicated to Cash the Keys right there. Well, I really appreciate you being here. And I really appreciate yeah, you sharing all this with our listeners. For all of you out there, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. If you're not yet subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever it is, you'll get a notification every time we upload a new episode. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. 
Everybody, thanks, and we'll see you on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, our mission is to educate and empower our clients to make wise financial decisions. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at hfmadvisors.com. The Dollar Wise Podcast is presented by HFM Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor firm. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer for sale or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. All investments involve risk and are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.